Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with another episode of Horror Vision. I am your host, John. And I'm the co-host, Boog. And today we are doing the new movie, The Bar... Uh, it's not The, it's just Barbarian. Barbarian is the name of the Barbarian. movie. I'll say this, Boog, like typing it in. Barbarian's a tough word to spell. Um... You want to know the obvious answer? Yeah, the obvious answer is yes. You're retarded. No, every word that you try to type out is tough for you. But I'm just saying for like a normal person, me, it's hard to type out barbarian. It's just a weird combination. A lot of A's, a lot of A's in there. You wouldn't know what an A looks like though. Cause uh, what about the B's? Not even that, dude. If it was a word like... Um, like fart or something, something with a lot of F's in it, you would you would probably know. Cause you dumb as hell, boy. Uh, I oh I do uh, successful. There's there's like F or two in there. One, there's <laughs> there's one F. Yeah, but I know it. <laughs> That's true. I'll give you that. That's, we're off to a good start here. But uh, yeah, this so this movie like kind of like came out of nowhere. Um, there really wasn't too much advertising. Um, what I really liked about it was the advertising didn't give away the movie at all. Um, just going into it, like the setup, they gave you like a little bit of the setup at the beginning and enough mystery where you want to go see it. Uh, and obviously it worked. I mean, it crushed. It was the top movie for, I think, like one or two weeks in theater, something like that. But it made a bunch of money for a small budget. So that's all, that's always good to see. Yeah, it was uh, it was solid. I'm surprised it was only one or two weeks the top movie in theaters. Well, it only came out like one or two weeks ago, but <laughs> so it, there's potential for three, maybe four weeks. Who knows, dude? I don't know. I don't know how weeks work. I know there's like uh, fifty some of them in a year. Uh, there's actually sixty sixty in a week. Sixty weeks in a week. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Christ, man. We're just, we're losing it out here. I love, dude, 2022, everything's just degrading. It's great. It's like we're all falling apart. But hey, stay tuned. Uh, Horror Vision will keep broadcasting till the end of the world. Which is, could be tomorrow. You never know. Could be any day. Any day now. I'm Please, I'm rooting for it. Uh, but uh all right we'll get into that though but uh what have you been up to dude it's it's october it's the spooky season uh we've i know we've been busy um i mean we we have a lot planned but obviously it usually seems like this time of year we get 
get pretty busy. I know um, you were doing some things. I was doing some things. I went to a wedding. I was a little bit sick. You uh, were incarcerated for a small stint there, but we won't talk about there that. There it is. <laughs> nah, you wouldn't, no. you wouldn't do good in jail. Or prison. Prison's worse than jail. Yeah, I got bad news, so that doesn't exactly add up too well, you know? What what doesn't add up too well? That I don't, I don't got bad knees and I'm in prison? I didn't say anything about bad knees. Yeah, I did. I got bad knees. I wouldn't I wouldn't fare very well in prison. Yeah, but you like never mind. <laughs> Cuz I got bad knees. That's how you got the bad knees. Amongst other things, yes. That's back like when you played baseball, they called you the bad knees bear. Yeah, because every time I got up after I was playing catch round, <laughs> No, it's cuz you were bad at baseball. Oh <laughs> uh, man! But uh, so, what have you been up to? What do you, what have you been up to, book? For real, um, obviously you weren't in jail. I wouldn't let you stay in jail. I'd come and break. Time. I'd come and get you out. Yeah, you and what army? Um, None. I would just get an attorney. <laughs> technically, that is an army. Um, technically, since the last time we did this. I officially moved. I think that's... Again, yeah, you're so, just moving all around. Dude, you're going all around North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I lived in uh, one place for just over a year, and I moved. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of like it. It's, it's a weird but like good feeling. Um, although next time I'm definitely hiring a moving crew. Um, I moved into the third floor of an apartment building, and that was a huge mistake because I carried... Everything up, uh, multiple trips. Um, I probably lost about 15 pounds. It was a big, big, big mistake. So you're only just like 400 right now. Uh, probably like 350. All right, you're working your way down. Getting back in fighting shape. Yeah, I can't, you know, that, that's what the end goal is here. You never know who's going to square up and where. So That's true. You don't know if you're going to be like in the closet. You have to square up. You got to be skinny for that. So yeah, I don't even think I don't think you have to really square up if you're fighting someone in a closet. Like you just kind of just like throw your body around. I don't know. You're just you're just like snaking in there, (laughs) wiggling around. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what you do in your free time, but I I guess you would know more about closet fights than I would. I'll defer to you on that. Um, But I mean, yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Um, In your new area again. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I use GPS to get everywhere. You see, any... oh, except I know where the closest Sheets is, and I know where oh, there's Chick Fil A. I know where that's at. Oh, you're set, dude. You could survive that. Yeah, I'm good. So, uh... I had something else to ask you, and I can't remember what it was. Oh well, if it comes up throughout the episode, I'll ask you. I'll stop. I'll just. We'll just stop dead in the middle of the episode. I'll, I'll ask you. Probably not important then, huh? It might be. I can't remember. Like I'm in a fall, like like I said, I've been sick the past couple of days. I've had like one of the worst sinus headaches I've had in my whole entire life. That's a side effect of AIDS. 
Maybe. I mean, I feel like you would know more about that than I would, so I'll defer to you on that again, Boog. Get your regular regular old Freddie Mercury. Essentially, you got AIDS. Well, they got a cure for that now, so I'm not too worried. (laughs) Yeah, Magic Johnson's not going to give you any of his blood. You're as good as as dead. I'll I'll kill you first, Boog. Let's just say, if I find out if I get a terminal disease, you basically got a terminal disease. Would it piss you off if I live longer than you? Nah, because there's no way that would happen. (laughs) I mean, you already got a couple years on me. Yeah, but, like, you're a larger human being than me. Like, statistically, like, your body's going to start breaking down here real soon. Oh, it already is. Hey. Oh, that's something that's hey. happened since I've moved. Hey, sun's going down, big guy. That, that's something that's started happening ever since my move. At least I noticed it after my you, move. You can't get erections um, anymore? No, it's not that type of proof. <laughs> um, when I wake up in the mornings now, like, I am incredibly, like, aching sore. Like, I went to battle. Well, you, you're over 25 now, right? I, I am. Yeah, dude, that's, I, they sound, I know it sounds crazy, but like, I remember waking up the day of my 25th birthday and I don't know if it was like a mental thing or not, or like the years of sports and stuff, but I went to get back out of bed and like all my joints were like sore. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> most mornings now I roll out of bed and like, I'm not, I don't work out at nighttime. I usually work out in the morning time. I, like I I don't do anything crazy. I don't yeah, sleepwalk. I don't fucking kick. yanking your Peter. It's not considered a morning workout book. <laughs> no, no, that that is uh, that's you know that's arguable at best, but no, it does get your heart rate pumping though. Let's hop into the cast in a crew here. Um, so the big thing I didn't know going into this movie. Um, written and directed by Zach Krieger. I didn't realize it was the same dude that was in like every episode, like part of the cast of uh, the whitest kids, you know, who, who it's a sketch comedy show for the people that don't know, but it's one of our personally, I know we've shared the video multiple times. One of our all time favorite skits of anything, the grapist. Yeah. I'm going to grape you in the mouth. Listen, all I want to do is like tie your kids up and give them some grapes. I'm going to grape them. I'm going to keep you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grape your mom. I'm going to grape your dad. And I'm going to keep you in the basement. I'm going to grape you for years. Uh, yeah, but it's so I, I like that was the, the craziest thing. Um, but you could kind of see, because there's some comedy in this, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's an excellently put together horror movie uh, from a guy with a comedic background. Um, I, I think we're seeing that a lot more more often. Um, kind of like with like Danny McBride and David Gordon Green working on the Halloweens. Um, and I forget who said it, uh, one of the directors, but if you really look into how a comedy movie works in a horror movie, there's a lot of the same structure to them. Like there's the build up and the payoff. Where in a comedy movie it's the 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 joke and the punchline. Where in a horror movie it's like the build up and then like the murder, you know? But there's a lot of similarities to that. So 
um, you feel like like a comedy director can do a very good job with a horror movie. And I thought Zach Krieger did an awesome job with this movie. I'm just going to assume with my little to no experience, I feel like a horror movie would be easier to produce and more popular to produce than a comedy movie. Because comedy, I feel like there's so many different styles of comedy that... Uh, like you prefer, like, like. I mean, to, uh, to be fair, you know what I'm I, I think, yeah, I think you're making a good point there. But to to be fair, there is a lot of different styles of horror. But I think the idea that it, it would be easier to make a horror movie than it would a comedy, because uh, I feel like comedy is a lot more subjective than horror, where like someone getting murdered, like it invokes a re- reaction out of like the majority of people like that's whatever but like certain jokes are gonna fall flat for certain people and like and i get it like different horror fans are like certain types of horror and stuff like that but i, I would agree with you on that um i feel like horror would be a lot easier to make than a comedy yeah not everyone enjoys your mama jokes but everyone does enjoy a good murder or a murder mystery i might as well do a murder i mean I mean, uh, who knows? Might, might as well. Might as well, dude. That's a... That, that's 2023. What, what should we do? Should we should we buy a steak? Might as well. Should we murder? Might as well. Should we bomb something? Might as well. Book, you know? I think the, the phrase you're thinking of is might as well. Might as well. Might as well is what you think the phrase is. My, my, it's... it's yeah, it's might as well, but you know, mys as well. Are you having a stroke again? <laughs> I might be having a stroke. All right, all right, we'll keep going then. Um, so the movie stars uh, Georgina Campbell as uh, Tess, um, main girl. She's uh, coming to, I think it was Detroit for a job interview. Uh, and she rented an Airbnb. She gets the Airbnb. Turns out there's someone already in it. Uh, played Keith, played by Bill Skarsgård. I know one of your favorites. Um, <laughs> and he had rented the same one through a different app. So, unlucky draw. They're both staying there at the same time. Um, I liked a lot with the setup of it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk into it in the pros and, pros and cons. But we'll, we'll talk. Yep. Uh, both Georgina uh, Campbell and Bill Skarsgård were excellent in their roles. Their interactions, very believable. Um, the way, especially with the casting of Bill Skarsgård, because you have, like, he's a kind of, like, he's not a bad-looking dude, but he is a weird-looking dude at the same time. So the kind of giving you those creepy vibes and something a little off about them in the way that they put that into the story structure to kind of, like, trick you, works per- like perfectly casted and perfectly acted uh both of them were great uh and then the other third major role in the movie and it doesn't come till about halfway through and you you knew this beforehand because i guess you had seen an interview or something like that i didn't but uh pleasant surprise when it cut to it in the movie justin long playing aj the guy that actually owns the airbnb house mm-hmm. um Another sub- subversion of expectation, because typically uh, in the movies that Justin Long in is in, he's like the good guy, the quirky, the little like the dorky, like but the guy that the audience can relate to. 
And in this one, he turns out to be playing, like, more of a scumbag, sleazy, like, bro from Hollywood. And, and I think he does an excellent job, too. Um, I mean, as far as all the acting performances in this movie, there's not, like, too, too many of them. Uh, but I think perfectly casted and perfectly acted. Yeah, I mean, um, it was kind of interesting to see Justin Long play a grapist, but um, he nailed it. He was a grapist without the G. Um, you had also Matthew Patrick Davis, which he looks familiar, and I looked up his... He does most like voice work and like bit little bit parts on TV, but he played like the monster, the the mother, uh, which was like an inbred creature that was um, living underneath this this house that Justin Long owned that didn't know about it. Um, creepy, creepy enough. Um, I mean, you don't see too too much of it, uh, but he does a good job. I wouldn't have known it was like some dude playing the monster like so uh, that was good uh and then another uh he i would say since like 07 since rob zombie started putting him in movies mm -hmm. he's been showing up uh that played the frank the guy that had been basically inbreeding and doing the rapes in like the basement of this house for years and years who originally yeah. owned the house uh, played by Richard Brake. Uh, he was... I'm trying to think of what you might know from Boog. Um, you saw Rob Zombie's Halloween too, right? I don't believe I have, actually. Well, he was in that. He was one of the uh, creepy-ass ambulance drivers that gets killed at the beginning of that movie. Hmm. Um, he was in Rob Zombie's 31. Um he plays like the main like crazy head or whatever something i don't know he was one of the only redeeming qualities in that movie uh and as well as the other day i watched rob zombie it was on netflix rob zombie's monsters like remake or reboot or whatever it was like his monster movie mm -hmm. um i didn't even tell you about that yet like i watched that movie and i was just thinking like who did he make this for it's not particularly good it's not terrible there's some cool vibes but like it's pretty bad um but Richard Brake plays the scientist that created Herman Monster, and that he was good in that again. So I, he's a he's a very good character actor. So I like that, like when he shows up and things. Yeah, um, I don't I don't recognize him. Yeah, I'm not sure which horror, what horror movie you might recognize him from. It's, uh, yeah. He was in it. Uh, most of the other ones are voices they hear on the phone. You got James Butler played one of the one of the cops in the film that show up and don't believe uh, Georgina Campbell's character at one point. Uh, the other one that stuck out to me was uh, Sarah Paxton playing the narration um, on the the one video that they find in the basement of the building, uh, and through looking up. The other credits for Zach Krieger, I didn't realize that that he was married to Sarah Paxton, who I also actually randomly just watched a movie the other day. Uh, it was on TV, the remake of The Last House on on the Left. So, small world. 
all those uh, things. Random. What year did that come out? That that one had to be like, oh seven maybe. It was a while back. It's actually not bad. Not oh nine two thousand nine. She was also in the Innkeepers, which was pretty solid too. I don't think I've seen that either. It was on Netflix for a while. You actually would like that one. Like you, you're a fan of like the haunted house, the ghost stories. Yeah, oh yeah. We'll probably do that one. We'll do it in like one of the slower months because there's a bunch of horror movies coming out right now, Bug. But uh, yeah, that that's something I think you would like. Yeah, I'm done watching movies for this month already. <laughs> you watched two of them. I watched three of them. Uh, three of them? Yeah, yeah. You watched this? Yeah. I that... watched this one. I watched the classic Hellraiser and the new Hellraiser. Oh. You're going to have to watch uh, the new Halloween comes out on Friday. So guess what we're doing next week, boys? Hel- probably going to Halloween. Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween ends. But then we'll have the Hellraisers coming up. It's, they just, in, in, like, there's always a lot of horror movies that come out during halloween but i feel like this year is just more than ever they're just laying them on and not to complain but that's a lot <laughs> that's because we're we're in the end game now we are in the end game all right well since we're in the end game let's hop into pros and cons uh hit me what, what did what what did you like book what did you not like you let let me know um that's see that's a tough question i don't think it is uh, no, I think I think it is a tough question. Um, well, it's pretty easy for me. I'll tell you what I liked. First and foremost, my number one pro in this movie is Ricky Ticky Tavi by Donovan. Um, you know as well, like with us Gaben and stuff like that. Like uh, I have when we're we'll we'll hop into like a match and like Overwatch or something. I'll have you throw on 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 Spotify that that song like ever since i've it was in this movie like i, I the only song that I, I have ever been familiar with the band donovan from was season of the witch but that ricky ticky tavi mm-hmm. song like it's it's a jam for sure it it definitely is it um it was kind of unexpected too that it was a it was a nice transition from what the hell happened in the uh at the airbnb yeah to like justin long's character yeah, that's that's uh, like how they introduce him to the movie. It's like almost like a like a one eighty pivot in the movie, and you're mm-hmm. like, all right, what the fuck's going on now? Um, but in general, they they used a couple songs in this movie that I would say are a pro. They used uh, "Our House" by Crosby, Stills, Nash, which another great song. And then the way they ended the movie and they cut right to the credits and they played uh, Be My Baby by the Ronettes, um, mm, yeah, which obviously reminds me of uh, Goodfellas, my, one of my all-time favorite movies. But uh, it definitely fits with the movie as well. Um, and the little bit of musical score for like the high-tension, creepy parts, like I thought that was excellent with like the deep like synthesizer vibes, almost 80s-style, like... You know I'm a sucker for that, so I would mm-hmm. say my number one pro is the music in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a clo- that's, a, that's a good one. Close second 
would be the subversion of expectations in the story structure in this. Like, I loved it. So, like, the way when it starts out and Bill Skarsgård's character is, like, an awkward dude and Georgina Campbell's character is obviously in a tough, creepy situation where she rented this Airbnb. This guy's already there. He verified that he also rented it but he seems a little bit weird it's in a bad part of town she can't get a hotel room uh and just with him being awkward and like his, some of his mannerisms and facial expressions like you're thinking oh fuck like he set this up he's gonna kill her and that's not what happens at all and then the further you get into it um and the story plays out like i i really enjoyed it so a close second to the music to me was definitely how they set up the story and how they executed that and that's always a big one with us too we're always how many times have we said in the past just the past year that's cool concept poor execution i think this is a prime example of a great concept and they execute it yeah i completely agree with you on that one um, I'm going to kind of turn it here a little bit cause I want to ask you a question. Um, so I really liked the whole underground cave maze system that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of had like a Goonies slash like the Hills have eyes feel to it to me. Oh, there goes them goobers. There goes those goobers. Next thing you know, bam, you're dead. Um, but I, I kind of was thinking while well, I watched the movie, um, they had like a real, I can't remember what type it was. They had some type of background noise or some like music going on when they're going through the tunnel system when they're first going through it at first. Um, what, what would you think about having no sound there? Like, so you can hear footsteps, you can hear breathing more. Um, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Um. Uh... Like that the, that like would be creepy. That would be creepy, and you could have like just thinking of like in the Conjuring when it's like dead quiet, and then you hear the claps, the hands behind him, like how creepy that was. Yeah, if like you're you have going the true feeling of isolation. Yeah, like you can go for that, um, and it definitely would made it scarier because um, I think there is scary parts in this movie, but overall, I don't think the movie's a super scary movie. Um, no, I, but there's I it's think... definitely like creepy. Uh, but I think the the creepy vibe, like synthesizer music, fits what they were going with more with this movie. But if they were trying to make it scarier than it was, I would 100% agree with you. That'd be real terrifying. It, almost dead silent. You could hear footsteps. Then, like, imagine it's pitch black, and then you hear something starting to run at you. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Or starts to run at you or something or, or yeah like this uh, like the scene when he hears something and then he turns and he just starts sprinting full speed and you can't see it's dark and he has the flashlight and he's running and he's freaked out when it grabs the tape measure and pulls it like imagine yeah. if it was him and even if you don't see spotting thing with that flashlight you just hear running full speed at you like that would that'd be terrifying yeah and then you could even do uh if he shines his flashlight down the corridor, hallway, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, it the light, of course, doesn't reach all the way, but it gets the eyes, so you just see glowing eyes running towards you, too. Yeah, something. That would have been fucking freaky. Yeah, it could have definitely made it more scary, um, but I, I like the mo- movie more for its subversion of expectations than anything. 
Um, but, but I do agree with you there. That would have been a lot creepier. Uh, what else? What else did you like? Didn't didn't like anything? What do you got? I kind of so Justin Long's character was excellent. I thought um, it's a weird form. AJ this is who he played in the movie. Um, AJ's character was kind of weird. Like he was just uh, accused of raping somebody, so he is trying to sell his assets. So he goes to the, the Airbnb to see what it's like, what condition it's in, to try to sell it. Um, but I kind of like how he turned. On the in the end, like he, he so, was very very selfish. Yes. Of a so they, the way they portrayed that was so good. I, I think that's one of the strongest things in the movie was because they casted Justin Long, who another subversion of expectation is he was always like that lovable, like nerdy, goofy, good guy character in a movie, and then you get the beginning, the portion where he finds out that, like, he's being accused of that, and you just see him even talking on the phone and acting goofy and, like, oh, whatever, like, I'll just call him clear. I'm like, no, like, it's, like, real serious. And so you're feeling, based upon your past experiences with him as, like, characters he's played in movies, like, oh, like, he's in a bad spot. He didn't do that. Like, he wasn't a bad person. And then the movie goes on to show you is that's the whole facade that he hides behind and his true colors get shown at the in by the climax of the movie and you realize oh no he was a piece of shit the whole time but then even better is the way he gets killed is like you get the satisfaction of like oh it turns out he's a piece of shit but he gets what he deserves yes 100 percent. so it was so well done like this was so well put together i love that like i just the two two aspects of that the subversion of character for Bill Skarsgård, because, I mean, he was it. He just looks like a creepy dude, you know? Like, there's something going on with that guy. You might not be able to trust him. And then for him to turn out to actually be a really nice guy, and then he gets killed. And then Justin Long's character, you're like, oh, that's a nice guy. He's in a tough spot. Like, you want to root for him. And then it turns out, no, he was actually a piece of shit. And it was like, dude, they got you. When When the director can put a story together and film it like that, and, like have that much control over the narrative like that's it's something awesome to see i really liked it that was that's what makes this movie for me yeah and skarsgård got killed in one of the most brutal ways yeah he got fucked up I, uh yeah uh, i think justin long got probably fucked up more dude he got his like head crushed and his eyeballs like gouged out yeah that's why i say skarsgård is one of the most i mean the the old lady snuck up behind him when he was trying to sneak away and just smashed his skull against the wall. You know what, um, you know what part that I liked? Uh, when the old man shot himself? Uh, no, no, no. The one that I, I really liked was when, um, Justin Long, he, he discovers, and this is after what happened with, uh, Georgina Campbell's character, Bill Skarsgård. So you don't know if she's alive yet or not. And you know, Skarsgård got killed. Um, but Justin Long, a little sometime after, comes to the house and he goes downstairs and he finds this hidden underground tunnel system. And instead of being like a normal, rational person, like, what the fuck is this? He goes and Googles, like, 
does uh does under secret underground tunnels like add square surface to your house and finds out like oh maybe and he goes down there with a tape measure measure and he's all pumped because it's all this extra square footage and instead of being like a normal person and being like yo this is scary as hell there's a whole creepy ass tunnel system down here yeah i just i loved how they, yeah. they played that up like when he was like oh sweet more square footage <laughs> Just completely avoided like the camcorder in the bedroom or in that little like I guess bed area, whatever the hell you want to call it. Avoid the blood on the floor. And the, he's just measuring everything out, and then he finds the bu- stairway, the bucket that was a toilet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I heard you were real big into bucket toilets. What? I heard you were real big into bucket toilets. No, I I don't I don't like to look at it at all. I I flush it before uh, I throw up by looking at it. If it's brown, flush it down. Oh, it's always brown. Uh, you ever you ever drink a lot of grape pop? Uh, it'll be green. Are you just trying to grape me? I'll grape you in the mouth. Uh, fucking Christ. What'd you think of the, uh, the monster design? Um, she was kind of creepy looking. Um, it definitely was more terrifying at the end when you, like, you see her freakish strength. But, um, I didn't really find her that scary, I guess. You know, like... Yeah, she was gross. She was old. She had like titties just hanging out. Yeah, um, I mean, you've always been afraid of old lady titties. Well, can you can you blame me? No, dude, you know, no, find one person who's like, dude, that's yeah. like, that's like, um, that's like getting stuck in a fishing net, dude. You get tangled up in that. Next thing you know, you drown. Yes, <laughs> I, I just yes, yeah. You want to be that? You want to be that sea turtle that just ends up in a net and dies? Yep. That's why you always gotta be cutting uh, your like pop, your pop can like the holders. You gotta cut them up so sea turtles don't get stuck. Same thing can happen with old lady titty. Cut them off. Whoa. What? I'm I'm assuming that's the only solution. I don't know. I don't know if there is a solution, but next presidential election, whatever president has an answer for that. Let's get my vote. Well, I'm, I submit, I'm I just said, assuming I said it you, the, would, the, you would know the answer to that. I'd go to the debate and I'd ask that the debate. I'd say, this is my question for you, you two candidates here. Who's going to solve the problem of old lady titty? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, man, we were literally losing our mind. I told you, dude, I've, you... Been, I've been sick a couple of days. My head's just been like, it's where just been pounding like i don't know i've just been in a fog you want to hear something interesting that i read today yeah first off i'm interested that you know how to read now when did this happen (laughs) it's been a crazy couple weeks here um no it's pretty crazy um i read online um which you know it's true because it's on the internet yeah you can't put lies on there that's just a proven fact Exactly. Um, I read online that uh, you only like to do anal with grandmas. 
Me, is that per- true? me personally? Yes. No, I'll, with with whoever. Well, online says uh, you only participate in anal sex with with grandmas. You want an age type butthole. Well, no, you got to think about because you don't want to. Like, what if you accidentally get the grandma pregnant? Like, that's they're too old to be having a baby. Uh, it's just technically irresponsible to have a baby at any age now, but. Yeah, but, like, I'm thinking about their health-wise. Like, their body, their rights, you know? That sounds pretty, like, anti-ageism here, Especially now you can't get a shmishmortion. You're canceled. I'm not canceled. You can get a shmishmortion when you're a grandma. Nah, dude, you can't get them at all anymore. In certain states. Technically, you can. Haven't you ever heard of the old coat hanger trick? They'll put you right in jail. And then you have to have a baby. Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude, we're falling off the rails here. All right, let's let's uh, let's hop into ratings and recommendations. We'll put a a nice little bow on this one, book. I like bows. Okay. <laughs> you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um. For my ratings, I'm going to give this one a solid, uh, let's give it a, flip the coin here, heads, that means it's going to be an 8.4 out of 10 for me here today. How many sided um, How many sided coin did you have? No, I had two answers in my head, so I needed a coin to solve the, you know, pick the two answers. Um, but like you said, I think this is a very, very solid horror film it's probably the best one of this of the year i would agree so far so far i'll say that i'll give hope to be fair there's been some good Um, ones too we're gonna talk about it at the end of the year in our uh year-end wrap-up show um but this one's for me i would agree with you is leading the list but yeah it's leading the list for this year i'm trying to recall horror films for the past couple years um I would and say I it might be the best one... top five. Yeah, I mean it's easily. I I would have to go back and look more, but I think even the past five years, I think this is the best horror movie I've seen. Is this better than the two Halloweens? Yeah. Like I like the I like Halloween twenty eighteen and Halloween Kills, but I don't necessarily think they're that great of films. But they are entertaining and part of a franchise like. Where Barbarian's actually like a well put together film. Yes. Um, yeah. So you're going eight point four. Yeah, I'm going to go eight point four. And um, for recommendations, this is kind of tough. I I think it is. Um, just because it it's a weird style of horror film. I guess you can say it, it's a horror mystery or murder mystery type thing, or like uh, it's not it's not considered found footage. No. Is it? No. There's no found footage in a book. It could be. No. Like, so you understand why the genre found footage is called found footage, right? Yes, because there's usually a camera. Like, they're recording. There's always, like, there's always a camera book because they have to find the footage. <sighs> God damn it, dude. I'm definitely having a stroke now. It's getting, yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you, dude. I don't know what's happening. Like I mean, I, I think if we're personally, like, so I'll just 
we'll mix this together here. We'll, we'll work through it. We're going to work through this here because we're both struggling. Um, but I'd give it an 8.6. I'm right there with you. Uh, definitely my top movie of the year so far. Um, horror movies as far as that goes. Um, but uh, as far as who you recommend it to, like, I, I think you do have a point. It is a little bit different of a horror movie. Um, but I think there's enough in there for like the average horror fan will really enjoy it. Um, but more so with it being the Halloween season and people that aren't normally big horror fans, there's enough of a scare in it that will creep you out, but it's not too scary to keep you away, especially when it reaches a certain point. Um, and just with like an actor like Justin Long in it, um, like some of the other familiar faces, I think that this would you could recommend this to a lot wider of an audience people that not that don't normally watch horror movies um that maybe that might be more into like the comedies thriller stuff like that like i think that they would actually enjoy this as well because there's a lot of logic based in here and it's a well-structured story told in an interesting way i think this is for more than just the average horror fan i think it has a wider audience and i actually think that's why it did so well in theaters yeah and it's not like an overly scary movie there are scary no. parts and it, in de- it and it definitely early that, like, early on sets up very very creepy and like you said they could have done a few different things differently where it could have made it like incredibly terrifying but they chose to go in a different route and i'm okay with that um and i think that actually opens it up to a wider audience see yeah yeah, see, I, I kind of want, like, when's the last movie that you've watched, horror movie, that you've genuinely been, like, scared of or terrified of? I, like, you had a, you had to cover your eyes and peek through, your like, the I, your fingers um, to watch it. I was thinking about that the other night because I was, it was on TV, The Exorcist was on AMC, and I was watching it. And thinking back to it, like, I've seen The Exorcist so many times now, and it's not not particularly scary anymore. Um, but I could see how at the time in like 1973, when it came out, mm-hmm. how terrifying that could be to the audiences going that. Uh, so I think it would just it, like, it would be really hard to make a super scary movie now, just for the fact that how jaded, like the moviegoers are like, we've seen all kinds of stuff. It would have to be something like, so outlandish but at the same time it might be like watching like a very depressing movie where you don't want to watch the movie again like it might be really well put together in a great film but you don't want to watch it ever again like if something is so like terrifying you might not if if i was i mean that's like a dream for me like if i was responsible like if i ever got the opportunity to create my own horror film that's what something I'd go for. Like, I don't care if you only watch it once, as mm-hmm. long as you think it's the scariest movie that you've ever seen, I feel accomplished. Yeah. I, I might um, take not all the money in the long run, but like, I was going to say, I do have, I'm marketed the right way. You can make a, a lot of money. Um, but I do have some ideas. If I were ever in that situation where I was to make a scary movie, where if we were going to go all in and make the most terrifying movie possible, I have like a list of four or five things that would go into that movie that would be very horrifying. Uh, so if there's any the producers, first thing on that list any is produ- probably me playing the monster. Uh, 
maybe getting graped by the monster. Would you? Would it be a monster film? Yeah, yeah. Would you do monster uh, or would you do like a supernatural? No, I wouldn't. Type of human so being? no, so I wouldn't. Like Michael Myers. No, I wouldn't spoil it now, but there would be a very big, like, what the fuck is this? You know? And you'd find out by the end of the movie, but at the same time, there would be a lot of, like, psychological things. Like, is this real? Is this what I think it is? Or is it this something other outlandish? And then there would be an explanation. I got it. Trust me, I got it all up here, book. So as long as we don't stroke out before then, we're going to make an excellent movie. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, we're uh, we're in the end game now. All right, well, 8.6, 8.4, uh definitely check this one out. Um it's in theaters now. Uh it's Halloween season. Go see it. If not, I'm sure it will be out uh digital streaming somewhere relatively quickly. Um but when if you given a chance, definitely check this movie out. Yeah, it's an it's an easy uh it's an easy recommendation to watch. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap this up here. If uh you're listening to our podcast on your favorite streaming service, awesome. Uh if not, well guess what? Good for you. Uh we are on pretty much all major streaming platforms. Uh Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, so just search us out there, give us a follow, subscribe, whatever that service has. Um, big thing too, if you like what we're doing, uh, leave a comment. Five stars would be greatly appreciated. If not, if you don't like it, that's fine. Like, Hey, you're a lot of book. You're a lot of different opinions, right? Right. Right. Wait, what? I zoned out there. Anyway, so if, if you didn't like, that's okay. Um, put in the comments what you didn't like about it. We'll see if we can fix that. Give us four and a half stars. So either five, four and a half stars, perfect. Um, if you want to reach out to us as well, huntershorrorvision at gmail.com. Uh, Boog, what's your email address? Uh, Boogshorrorvision at gmail.com. B-O-O-G-Z horrorvision.com. I'm going to use that. I, I, I'm going to use I, that for a couple. <laughs> I'm going to use I'm going to use that for a couple like uh, free trial subscription services. So I got, I better write that down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as well as uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. That's just at horror vision. Shoot us a DM there. We'll get back to you on that. Uh, as we do. Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much everything. Uh, we're on YouTube too. Uh, as soon as things start settling down, we will be producing content for that. Uh, we have a lot in the pipeworks, a lot of actually pretty cool things. So give that a check out. That's also Hunter's Horror Vision. Uh, like, link, subscribe. Is that it? Click the bell. I think they say that too. Whatever those kids are saying nowadays. Yeah, Boog. don't say click the bell. That's good. We're going to get a TikTok. You're going to have to run the Horror Vision TikTok. No. All right. Well, can we outsource it to Martin, your cat? No. Martin, you know he does that in his free time. I've seen some. No, because because TikTok is a shit application. Yeah, and Martin's a piece of shit. So one and one is two, two and one is three. I don't. That's I don't even want that around me, man. Neither do I. That's where outsourcing it to Martin. Martin's around me every fucking day. He sleeps with me, man. That's what you think. What? 
right. Anyway, I th- yeah, I think that's uh, that's it. What do you got? You got some closing statements here? Um, you pumped for Halloween next week? Not like the holiday Halloween, but Halloween ends. Yeah, I am actually. I saw the trailer the other day. That looks pretty good. Did uh, um, did you find out like uh, what theater you're in the new town you're in now? Like the theater situation? Like they got a cool one? Are you close to like an Alamo um, Draft House? I don't know. Because you were like semi close when you were in Raleigh, right? Yeah, I was within like half hour from a from one of those Alamos. Yeah, I've never. I still haven't gone to it just because. Um, I don't know what the hell I want to see, and you have to buy your tickets like way in advance for that shit. So yeah, they sell out fast for that. But they're yeah, like, because uh, it's, it's usually like big, big, big time premieres. I went to one down in like the DC area before, and it's like very nice, very awesome experience there so if you do get a chance to see a movie at an alamo draft house i would definitely recommend it but it's like stupid like i'm kind of like like i feel like i'm have uh i would have anxiety going there because don't they take it very very seriously yeah like if you're like on your phone or like talking or shit they'll kick you out if you're late they won't let you in that would be yeah. a tough one for me because I'm usually late to everything. I like bank on like the previews being uh, like 40 minutes long now. Yeah. But, is, yeah, I will I will be going to see it at good old McCandless Crossing. Um, I kind of missed that place. Mm, it's gone pretty bad. So I went there. I went and saw they when they released Jaws in 3D like a couple weeks ago there. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was a terrible experience because the uh, well, the movie itself was sick because of the depth of field and how they did the 3D. It actually added to it. it wasn't something cheesy, uh, but the the people in the theater like they brought these kids and they were the worst kids I've ever th- seen in a movie theater. Even worse than the time that kid sneezed in my drink. Wait, the kid that got a handy next to you. That was the same time too, but it was two different kids, right? I think that was the same movie experience. No, the I thought kid... that was the same kid, though. No. The the little kid on the left was the one that sneezed in my drink. The kid, the dude that was like 18, 19 on, the, on my right was getting handy from his girlfriend. Listen, it's a bold strategy to get a handy from your girlfriend in the front row of a big-time movie. I forget what movie that was, but I know it, we were not the only ones in that theater. It was Spider-Man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I should have just like made eye contact with the dude and just stared at him, like try to finish now, bud. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, but no, these you kids can't... were way worse. Like, you know, they have the reclining seats. The kid literally the whole time just kept going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And they kept getting up and like yelling. And they brought in their own chips. They brought in one of those um like big family sized uh boxes of like there's like twenty Doritos, Fritos, like Frito-Lay, like the giant boxes, and they opened them up, and they passed out the individual bags, and no lie, this little fucking shit next to me ate 15 bags of chips. 15. (laughs) See, see, there's two ways I look at that. One, I appreciate anyone who sneaks food in the theater, because I usually sneak food in the theater. The only thing you don't is you love the movie. You don't bring plastic bags or bags of any kind. Bags that make a shit ton of fucking noise. This motherfucker ate 15 bags and drank five Capri Suns. Oh, and they brought Capri Suns. 
I don't I even think, know where this MILF is. I think I would have been just chill with it if they would at least gave me one Capri Sun. What flavor, though? I couldn't tell. It was dark in the movie theater. Probably, <laughs> probably Pacific Cooler. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, we got some good things coming up. You know what else is coming up? I forgot. Speaking of really re-releasing in 3D, uh, I think it's like the week, not this weekend. So this weekend's Halloween. Halloween ends. Next weekend, Dawn of the Dead, the original one, in 3D in theaters. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely checking that out, because after, after seeing Jaws, I thought, like, oh, this is going to be a cheap 3D conversion. If a movie, the style that they use with this now, if the movie has very good composition and has, like, layers and depth in it, it actually transitions really well and actually pulls you into the movie more. And I feel like Dawn of the Dead's really like that. Like, it's going to feel like you're in the mall with those people. So uh, I would definitely will be checking that out. Or you could just go to the mall. I used to work right by that mall. I would go in there. I would, they have a uh, Sakio Japan in there. Not as good as the one at the Ross Park Mall, but uh, I would go there for lunch sometimes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went in that mall once and I was like... This uh, this is a pretty shitty area. The Minerva so Mall, it, yeah, it yeah, definitely it's, it's very place. much still looks like nineteen sixty or nineteen seventy. Yeah, but I did buy at the the fit uh, finish line shoe store that one time a sick pair of all black uh, retro ones. Did they have your size? Mm-hmm. Mm. Surprisingly. Yeah, I, I usually. When I go shoe shop and I stopped looking at the shoes beforehand, I usually scan aisles and look for size 14, 15, and then I open the box, and if I like the shoe, I'll try it on. If not, I'll put it back. Yeah, I, I, I typically just have, like, an idea of it, and then I just order them online because there's zero. The only chance, you know what, what actually we're, 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 where it actually works out for us is, like, places like Marshalls or someone that gets all the extras that don't get sold. And they have the larger shoe sizes. On discount, yes. Yeah, so it kind of works out for us sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, let's wrap this up. We just rambled for, like, longer than the episode. <laughs> Ramble on! Yeah. All right, play the guitar, book. All right, check you later. Later. <laughs>